you are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. And each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life. You'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture because it's time you learn to love your body and start to feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Hey, and welcome back to the TRE podcast, the Revive Effect podcast. Matt Celestio tuning in with you because uh, the episode that we got lined up today comes at a really good time in our lives because it's all about how changing your mind can change your entire life. Now, we're jumping into January. Everybody's got these great resolutions, but now is about the time when people start to fall off. We're about three weeks in, and based on statistics, the numbers don't look too promising for people continuing out their well-intentioned goals for the entire year. Now, what this topic today is really all about is how you can stay driven, you can stay consistent, and you can stay on the path that you know you wanted to do this year and become unshakable within that. After this episode, my intention is to take you from someone who feels they can't stay consistent, they can't stay driven, and they don't feel in their own power to somebody that is confident, in control, clear, and on their path towards success. So if that sounds like somebody like you right now where you may be falling off, you're wondering why you can't stay consistent, or even why you don't think you can be disciplined in what you think you want the most, this episode is going to help you exactly change your mind so you can change your life. Now, Imagine you were able to stay consistent. Imagine you were able to stay driven and imagine yourself six months from now. If you were able to stay on that path to what you wanted, what would your life look like? What are the things you're doing every day? What are the belief systems and internal dialogue that you are having with yourself? How do your relationships look? How is your bank account looking? How is your overall well-being looking? Now, if that vivid imagination that what you just thought in your head, you just you just thought, What if I told you that was all possible based on this sheer fact that you want it? What if that's all all it takes? I heard a quote not too long ago that said, if you want something, whether it's a, a partner, whether it's a better business, whether it's a better body, whatever that is, if you have a desire to do that, it means your future self already has it. So that brings the question up. How do we get yourself into your future self's current reality based on what we're going to talk about today? And we got a lot of great conversation coming up and I'm going to keep it short and sweet for you. And for those of you that stick around, I got a really exciting, exciting thing for you at the end of this podcast. So stick around. You're not going to want to miss it. So anyways, how can changing your mind across multiple facets of your life change your life? And that's the whole underlying pattern for this podcast today. Now, we're going to start with internal belief systems because I believe this is the only thing that matters. If you're not able to master this, your internal belief system, everything else is going to be meaningless. It's not going to pack the same punch that you want. I was watching a documentary on UFC fighters a couple days ago with my dad, and there was this one fighter, and this is where it relates to what we're talking about today. He said, before you become a champion, you are already a champion in your mind long before. Now, I'm going to talk about this uh, in the next episode that I actually have Charday coming in. So FYI, stay down, stay tuned for that. We're also going to touch on this. 
But that is a really powerful, very, very powerful statement. You become a champion long in your mind before you become a champion in real life. Now, what do they mean by this? On this topic of belief systems, we're going to dive into a little bit of neuroscience. I'm going to keep it, I promise, um, nice and simple to understand. I'm not going to get too sciencey. There's a concept in neuroscience called neuroplasticity, which means that your brain is malleable. It's plastic. It can be changed. It can be manipulated into something either positive or negative based on how you're talking every day, what you're experiencing, and that further, further builds this neural network in your brain that continues to either perpetuate a life of satisfaction, of excitement, of championships, or something where it's a little more negative, more cynical, more limiting beliefs in that sense. So there's very two different options and avenues that you can bring your brain down based on this concept of neuroplasticity. So that begs the question, now, how are we able to change your mind in a way that will change your life. Now, neuroplasticity is very simple. The stuff that you repeat to yourself on a daily basis, usually thoughts, we have a crazy amount of thoughts every day, that is what's going to get hardwired into your brain. Think of your brain as this computer software. Now, every time that you say something, whether I I am not worthy, I am unfit, I am not motivated, the more that you say those things, you're telling the brain, your brain, to wire your belief systems in that certain way. And because we usually think about the same thoughts on a daily basis from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed to when we're daydreaming, every time that you have that thought, you are telling your brain to further wire that belief system into your head. So imagine years and years and years of negative thought patterns, of negative beliefs, limiting beliefs that you've had to yourself right now. That is hardwired into your brain as their quote-unquote current reality. Now, based on that, here's the really crazy part. What you think and what you've hardwired into your brain really allows you to take action in alignment with that belief system, whether that's positive, whether that's negative. So let's take somebody who wants to get into the gym as an example. It's New Year's. Everybody's got this great resolution to get in the gym. Love that for you. I wish you nothing but success. But here's where the problem comes in, and I find a lot of people struggle with this. They're getting into the gym with the belief system that they're coming from a place of lack. I don't have a good body. I want to be fitter. I don't want to be heavy. I want to be less curvy. And they're going into the gym trying to fix negative problems. And they're not only, not only that, they're bringing in their negative belief systems and thought patterns into the gym. I am unfit. That's one. I am not disciplined. That's another one. I maybe am not deserving of a good body. Deep down, they don't believe that. And they're going into the gym trying to attain these things that they're not even wired to accept, to believe. So you can see that disconnect coming in where you're trying to achieve something, but you don't actually believe you're going to have it. It's like we went back to this UFC fighter. Let's go back. I'm trying to be a champion, but I'm don't, I, in my head, I don't believe I'm a champion already. How do you think that's going to play out for you? Probably not in the best light. And I think this is where a lot of people fall off their New Year's resolutions because they're not changing their mindsets and their belief systems before they try and change the person that they actually are. I want to give another polarizing example now on the other side. We went to somebody who is more unfit, uh, unmotivated, not disciplined. They don't have this really strong internal belief system. But why are people who go to the gym or athletes or somebody who has a really fit body, why are they able to stay consistent so easily? Why are they able to do that? It's because they believe they are somebody who is fit. They believe they are someone who is healthy. They believe they are someone who is disciplined. And because of that, they're going to take actions in alignment 
with somebody who is disciplined, consistent, motivated. And that really goes to show you as you start taking those actions, as you start having those more positive thought patterns, that is what gets hardwired into your brain. And that is what's going to allow you to take actions consistently and on a daily basis because you actually believe these things. So now you're probably asking, okay, this is really great. This is really great, Matt. Good advice. It's making really, really good sense. How the heck am I able to change my thought patterns so that way I can change my actions and step into the version of me that I want to be? Love that. Great question. It really stems from changing your internal dialogue. I've been somebody who has been a little more insecure. I've been definitely unmotivated, down in the dumps, a low vibe. I know what that's like. I empathize with you. It sucks. But I've also been on the other side where I'm able to take action, stay consistent, stay motivated. And the only reason that I was able to shift that into that new space of myself right now, and it's exactly what I want you to do, is changing your consistent dialogue with your brain on a daily basis. Now, we've all heard of these affirmations where they say, you know, I am confident, I am motivated, I am disciplined, and you keep saying these things to yourself to actually rewire your brain. And there is a lot, a lot of success that can come from that. I'm a, I'm a huge believer of affirmations um, to go about changing your belief systems. I've seen it work for me. I've seen it work for others. So I'm going to stand behind that. The one thing that I do want to double down on with affirmations is the fact that we usually just say them, you know, either in the morning for five minutes or at night when we do it for five minutes. And then the rest of the day is a gray zone. Well, whatever happens during the day happens. And that's that. You can do them in the morning. You can do them at night. They will pack a punch. But the real success comes from when you're able to catch yourself during the day in the act of those negative thought patterns and those negative spiraling episodes, catch it in the act, stop it, and then change the internal dialogue right then and there before your brain wires another negative belief system and thought pattern into your brain. Let me give you the perfect example. As somebody who, I don't know, let's say wants to eat healthier. Oh, this is a great example. No, I love it. I love it. Let's imagine somebody who is maybe not the most fit person and somebody who is the fit person. An unfit person will think to themselves, you know, uh, maybe I'm fat. I'm fat. Who cares? I'm just going to eat this cookie because nothing else matters. The fit person has, or this unfit person has this negative belief system that because they are quote unquote fat, they're just going to eat whatever they want. It doesn't matter because they don't know or they don't believe that they are a fit person. But a fit person, on the other hand, why are they able to not eat that cookie? It's because they say, you know what? I care about my body. I love my body. It's healthy. It's fit. I want to feel energized. My body is energized. That cookie is not in alignment with who I am. A fit person, hey, every now and then we have a cookie, but uh, a fit person will say, I value my body. My body works hard for me. And I'm not going to have that cookie because I know it's not going to move me further to my goals. It's not going to make my body feel great. And I'd rather have something that actually energizes and nourishes my body. So the sheer two belief systems between an unfit person and a fit person can really dictate your actions in the moment on a day-to-day basis throughout your day. Now, let's go into another episode about spiraling. I'm going to give the example of a guy. Let's say a guy wants to go talk to a pretty girl, whether he's at, let's say he's at a coffee shop. If you're somebody who don't, doesn't believe that they are a confident guy, you're probably not going to say hi to that girl. Hey, I've been in your shoes, man. Don't sweat it. Sometimes it's so nerve wracking and you don't even go up to it. But now imagine if you were able to go up to that girl and have a good conversation with her, get her number right on the spot. Imagine that feeling for a second. Now, how are you going to step into that? 
that comes with changing your belief system before you even go talk to that girl. And I want you to imagine it like this. If you're in that coffee shop, an insecure guy might say, you know what? She's probably got a boyfriend. She's probably going to say, no, I don't want to bother her. Uh, what if she laughs at me? There's all these different ways that an insecure guy might think and have these negative thought patterns. And because of that, he's not even going to go up to the girl. He's not going to go up to her because he's already built out a reality in his head that is negative and is not going to give him the result he wants. But if you were to change that internal dialogue right in the moment and you were to catch it, hey, hold on a second. I'm a funny guy. I'm a good conversationalist. Why am I, un quote unquote, undeserving of not having that girl's number? I deserve it. I want it. She seems like a really nice girl. What if we have a really great relationship? I could treat, I could treat her really well. And having that initial conversation with yourself into a more positive light allows you to say, oh, these are all really great reasons why I'm able to go talk to this girl. Now you're going to go talk to her. Once you simply change that internal dialogue in the moment on a consistent basis, it allows you to now take actions to where you want to go. It allows you to stay consistent, it allows you to stay disciplined, and it allows you to stay clear and focused on who you are and what you want to become, who you want to become. And that's exactly what you got to do to get to those new places. Now, when we're talking about changing these beliefs, changing these, uh, this identity that you're under, it really has a conversation around consistency, around discipline. There is, I can talk about consistency and discipline all day long because I, I know so many people struggle with it. So many people are successful with it. And I, I just get so intrigued at this topic. But if you're somebody who really can't stay consistent with their goals this year, they fall off whenever they like two weeks into a new goal. Look, first of all, don't beat yourself up. Life happens, stuff happens. And uh, having a negative conversation with yourself around why you can't stay consistent is not even going to help the problem. I want to give you one piece of advice of consistency advice that I wish somebody told me back then because it really transformed my life. Stop doing stuff that you don't like. Stop doing stuff you don't like. That is the single-handedly best piece of advice I can give to somebody who wants to stay consistent. And I know you're probably thinking, what the heck? Obviously, don't do stuff I don't like. But hear me out. Hear me out. We're on social media. We're hearing about our friends. We're looking at stuff online all the time about what people are doing. Everybody on the topic of New Year's resolutions, I want to get into the gym. I want to eat healthier. I want to start exercising more. I want to start reading more. These are all great things. These are all fantastic things. But before you start doing them and start engaging them, engaging with them and setting goals around an entire year of doing them, have you asked yourself, do you like doing those things? Have you had an actual sit down? You thought about it and said, hmm, do I like lifting weights? Hmm, do I like reading books? Etc. Etc. Usually you're going to find out the answer is like, no, I really don't care for it. I really don't care for it. I'm just doing it because everybody else says that this is how you be successful. This is how you be fit. This is how you be smart. This is how you make more money. I'm going to go down these avenues because everybody else is telling me to do it. That's the worst thing you could do for consistency because there's a constant resistance towards doing what you quote unquote think you want to do. I'll give you a good example now. Imagine I were to go try out Pilates. You know, this year, my New Year's resolution, I want to do Pilates three times a week. Am I going to stay consistent with it? Probably not. I don't care for Pilates whatsoever. Is it a great modality and way to exercise? Sure. I don't care for it though. So it's going to be really hard for me to stay consistent with something that I don't really like, that I actually dread going to. It's going to be a sheer fight for willpower to go and do those things. There's so many other things I would rather be doing than Pilates. Oh my God, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even imagine it. But uh, as somebody who goes to the gym all the time, 
I love the gym. It's my escape from life. I get to put the world away for an hour. Nobody talked to me and I get to feel strong and powerful as I lift those weights. I love the gym. I love it. Some people don't. Some people do. I do. That's why I'm able to go to the gym six, seven times a week and then maybe sometimes go twice a day to energize my life. It's just, it's so easy for me to stay consistent with the gym because I actually like it. So if you want to go to the gym, but you don't like it, imagine how hard it is going to be to stay consistent. Stop doing things that you don't like doing. There's other ways and avenues to get what you want. Let's say you want a better body, for example. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to get into the gym. Your body doesn't need weights. It wants movement. So what are some forms of movement that you like doing? Do you like dancing? Do you like hiking and outdoor adventuring? Great. Those are good avenues to get your body moving, burn some calories, and get active. Imagine how easy it is to stay consistent with something that you like, like dancing, like going out and about um, via hiking, whatever that is. When you start doing things that you actually enjoy and that actually bring value to your life and energize you, you're going to seek out those behaviors intentionally rather than having to put it in your calendar, schedule it, and then dread going to it. You're going to look forward to it. And that is the one secret to consistency. So changing your perspective around what you need to do to stay consistent or what you what your goals are is going to be a monumental, monumental shift to you stepping into alignment with your goals in a faster, more clear, decisive, consistent way. Now, let's shift this topic into discipline because we're on this topic of motivation and consistency, but you can't rely on that every time. There's going to be days where you're feeling tired, you're going to be feeling low, uh, low vibe, and that's where you're going to fall off your goals. People lie on inspiration, motivation, wait for it to just fall out of the sky. I got good news for you. It's not going to happen that way. Nah, it never happens that way. Some of the most elite people in the world, people who are most driven and on their stuff, I'm going to guarantee you they're not waiting up every morning, reading some motivational quotes, and then hitting the road thinking, oh my God, I'm so motivated. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. When you're down bad, when you're not feeling yourself, when you're feeling blue, there's two options that you can do here. One, build your discipline. Build your discipline, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But number two is, yo, soak up that energy just for a second and do something that brings you out of it. So rather than trying to push, push, push when you're feeling low, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling bluesy, what are some things that you can do that open you up, that make you feel alive, that make you feel energized and in a more positive mindset? Don't do, don't try and go after goals when you're feeling low and low vibe. It's not going to bring you the same success. It's not going, you're not going to bring the same energy to the table and you're not going to get the same results that you want. Because you're going through it with this, like, it's like you're going through mud trying to get to your goals with that low, negative, and just, it's, it's just this low energy. I know you know what that feels like. It's not really like, I'm excited, I'm elated, I can go after it. So obviously, it's going to be hard to get to where you want to be. So on that topic, when you're trying to do something and stay disciplined and consistent with something, pause and allow yourself the space to just say, all right. I'm just really not feeling it today. I'm really not feeling it today. I'm not going to work on my business. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to go work on my goals today. I'm not going to be in the right headspace. I'm not going to be able to focus. I'm I'm going to be doing 2x the work to get half the results. So allow yourself to do something that you enjoy. Take that, let's say, let's say um, you're tired in the morning. You really don't want to go to the gym. Hey, no worries. Give yourself 
an extra hour of sleep. I was always somebody that was like gym seven times a week, sometimes eight, nine times a week back then. And I would put my body through the ringer. If I was tired, if I wasn't feeling too great, if I was like starving, even if my body wasn't like fully healthy, I would still go to the gym because I believe that's what you're supposed to do. I bought into that grind, toxic culture of I need to go do the gym because that's what everybody who is successful, they do it. Now I say F that. Oh my God. Last night I went out. I was late. I had a good time with my friends. Maybe I had a couple of drinks. I'm not going to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to give my body an extra hour, hour and a half of sleep because it needs it. Now the rest of my day is going to play out very differently because now I'm more rested. I'm more energized. And I don't feel guilty or shameful. I don't have a negative mindset around the fact that I didn't go to the gym. I changed it to my body needed an extra hour of sleep. Great. I'm going to give it to it. So that way now my day is going to carry out in a way that I feel energized. I feel a little more grounded. Uh, I don't feel as, uh, what's the word I want to look here for? Like fatigued or drained because I didn't push myself to go do something that I wasn't in the headspace to do. I wasn't in the energy to do. And I wasn't in the, honestly, the best mind frame to do it. So that's why I want to tell you when you're trying to be disciplined, when you're trying to be consistent, change that internal dialogue of your, of your own self to say, you know what? I don't need to do this every day. I'm going to do it when I feel good. I'm going to feel energized. And when I feel powerful, I'm going to go get after that. Give yourself some breathing room. Now, I can already hear yourself thinking, well, like, Matt, that's not going to help me stay consistent and disciplined. I need to do stuff every day. Like, how am I going to get closer to my goals? Look, I'm not saying do that every day. That's a one-off occasion. Yeah, you went out with your friends. Hey, maybe you had a bad day at work. Look, stuff happens periodically. Give yourself the breathing room when that happens. Don't let yourself sit in that energy. Don't let yourself sit in that negative mindset for a couple, three days, four days. No, 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 no. I'm saying give yourself the breathing room for a day. That's it. And when you do that, you allow yourself to get clear, you get more grounded, you get more energized, and then hit the ball and, or hit the ground running the next day. The next day. Uh, now, here's where I want to talk about discipline in a kind of different light, kind of a different light. I want you to develop this unshakable mindset in the fact that you can do anything, that you can stay disciplined, you can stay consistent, and you know exactly where you're going to be. The best way to cultivate discipline, and it's going to sound so cliche, but you probably haven't even done it. So check in with yourself here. When you want something, a new goal, better body, better relationship, more money, uh, less anxiety, better gut health, all these avenues, better well-being, whatever it is, ask yourself, why do you want it? But don't just ask yourself why, because I want it. I want to lose weight because I want to lose 10 pounds. That's not a good why. That's a, that's a horrible why, and it's going to send you right off the path um, right from the beginning. When you ask yourself why, ask yourself why, 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 four times. Once you have an answer, ask yourself why again. Ask yourself after that other answer, why again. I want to lose 10 pounds. Why? Well, you know, I would love to feel, um, or I would love for my clothes to fit a little better. Why? Oh, because when I go out in public, I want to make sure that uh, I feel really confident and in my power when I'm wearing clothes and I feel good. Bang. That's the why. You want confidence. You don't want to lose 10 pounds. You want confidence. And having that actual true, what I call a true why in the back of your head, allows you to stay unshakably consistent because it's a deeper purpose to why you are doing things. People ask me all the time why I work so hard on Revive. There was times I would work on Revive for like a year, two years. I wouldn't even make money. I wouldn't even make money. So they asked me, why would you continue doing it? I had a really strong vision 
as to what I wanted to do with the company. I wanted people to, I wanted to give an avenue to people to change their lives for the better. I wanted to give the advice that I wish I had back then when I wasn't feeling so great, when I wasn't feeling so healthy, and I wasn't feeling so energized. I wanted to give people a pathway to stepping into the best version of themselves and having that belief system in my head, that true why as to why I'm doing things. That's why I was able to show up every day. I saw the vision. I saw the direction. I knew exactly where I wanted to go. And I'm going to stay on that path until we freaking get it. So having a deep why really allows you to stay consistent rather than a surface level like, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. Oh, I want to be healthy. Cut a little deeper. Understand the true root meaning to why you are doing the things you're doing. And once you establish that, write it down. Put it somewhere, put it somewhere, wherever. It doesn't matter. But make sure you can see it every day. And that's going to allow you to stay disciplined and it's going to allow you to stay consistent. Okay, now let's transition. I want to bring up a quote that um, I read a while back and it has been a huge game changer for me. It was from The Wolf of Wall Street. Everybody seen that movie, Jordan Belfort. He is the uh, he's the guy on Wall Street that just kind of stirred the pot. Uh, did he do a little bit of illegal activity? Hey, look, I'm not going to say nothing, um, but he was monumentally successful. And he was somebody that went from a poor schmuck on the street just trying to make it in Wall Street to a titan. He was the top dog for a while. Now, how did he do that? How did he do that? And when I was reading his book, he led me, he led me into an insight as to how he actually did it. And it was what he trained his quote-unquote Stratonites, because his name or his business was Stratton Oakmont. He trained his Stratonites, which were his employees, to change their mind the second they walked into those doors. And everybody got rich. Everybody got rich. You could have been broke, could have been on the street, you could have had thousands of dollars in debt and you step into the Stratton Oakmont and you were all of a sudden you were this new person. And his one way that he did this was to, was what he told his employees, act as if, act as if that was it. If you want to be somebody who is a, like for the Stratton Oakmont, if you want to be somebody who is a wealthy CEO, great. I'm going to act as if I am a wealthy CEO. And over time, my belief system is going to change and I'm going to step into that energy of a CEO. And I know it's probably seeing like, hey, that's a little juju, man. I don't know what you mean. I don't really get that. Let me let me break it down for you. Who are, let's look at five people you look up to. Five people. They don't even have to be famous. They can be famous, but five people in your life. Who do you look up to and why? What traits do they bring forth that you admire, that you wish you had? Are they confident? Are they in their own power? Do, are they clear? Are they driven? What are those traits of the people that you really like, that you really admire? I'm going to give my personal examples here. As somebody who likes speaking, as somebody who wants, or I have big dreams for the podcast, for my business as well, and a lot of that really involves speaking. There's a reason I resonate so much with musicians, my favorite musicians, to be honest. When I go watch them in concert, I get so elevated in the fact that they are so in their own power, they're so in their own confidence, and they bring this incredible energy that just commands the audience. They command the audience as soon as they step on the stage. For me, bang, right there, that's an admirable trait. And now I'm thinking to myself, how can I step into that energy on a daily basis? And the more that I step into that energy on a daily basis, moves me closer to actually being that person and embodying fully and completely that trait. So when I ask myself, 
How can I be in my own energy and confident? How can I be in my own energy and confidence? That's when I start thinking, okay, I'm going to stand a little differently. I'm going to stand up a little taller. I'm going to communicate with a more direct tone, a more deeper voice. I'm going to make sure that when I speak, I'm going to speak with authority and articulation and, and confidence. I'm also going to be prepared. I'm going to know my stuff when I speak. So that way I don't feel insecure in what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. I can know my facts. I can rebuttal anything. And here's how I'm going to show up and be in my own power, my own energy, my own confidence, just like the musician. So ask yourself, who are some people that you really admire? And what are the traits that they have that you like and that you wish you had? Then once you establish that, ask yourself how you are able to step into that energy on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be big. For me, I'm not going to be performing in front of thousands and thousands of people uh, like a musician on a weekly basis. That's fine. How can I embody their energy of confidence uh, on my day to day? For me, that's in this podcast right now. I put together an outline. I put together a little bit of script that I wanted to write or say, and that way I'm able to communicate to you in a way that a musician would communicate to an audience on the stage. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? So look in your life, where can you add in these mindset changes, these perspective changes, so that way you can bring forth a new energy, a new version of you that is more desirable and they're where you want to go. You're good enough as is, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're not good enough as is, but we all want to grow, we all want to learn, we all want to develop further. So ask yourself, who are the people I admire? What traits do I like that they have? How can I implement that in my day today? That's going to be personal for you. I don't know what your day today looks like. I don't know what skills you want to have. I don't know what energies you want to embody. So look through your calendar, look through your day and see how you're able to implement those small shifts in your life. So that way you can step into a new version of you. Now, lastly, I want to wrap up with environments. Environments. Oh my goodness. I, we could have like 10 episodes on this whole topic already environment is really everything because it's going to dictate your belief systems because of the people around you, the stuff you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And it's either going to be positive or it's going to be negative, or it's just going to make you stay stuck, comfortable, wherever it is. I'm reading a book by Joe Dispenza right now called Supernatural. And he was saying beautifully articulated. He said, we do things the same every day. We're in the same places. We do the same things. We have the same conversations. We say the same, or we see the same people every single day. Now, based on what we just said, how do you think you're going to change, attract better things, do better things, achieve better things if you're doing the same thing every day? It's like the most simplistic, basic piece of advice that I've ever received, but has just moved mountains for me because I go, damn, Joe, Joey, men, my men. You're right. I'm doing the same things every day. I'm doing the same work every day. I'm seeing the same people. I'm watching the same shows. I'm doing the same BS every single day, yet I want something totally different. That's not going to bring you in alignment and closer to what you want. If you want change, if you want new things, if you want to attract better things, goals, what that looks like for you, I'm going to have to give you a piece of advice here. You're going to need to do different things on a daily basis to get there. If you're somebody who wants to, let's say, eat better, but you're going out with your work buddies every day for fast food or a restaurant out, chances are you're not going to be eating better. You're in an environment that is not supporting the new version of you. You need to be around people who like to go out for healthy food, that cook healthy food, that actually know about nutrition and educate themselves on nutrition so that way you are able to change your entire way that you view food and eating. 
Get yourself out of an environment that is bringing you down, that is holding you down, and that is doing the same things for you every single day. If you're not learning and growing and experiencing on a, I understand money might be an issue, totally fine. But if you're not doing things on a daily basis that is going to give you new experiences, give you new learnings, educate you, you're going to be really stuck in a way that doesn't support you. It's not going to bring you closer to your goals. Now, it doesn't need to be expensive to change your environment. It doesn't need to be expensive to get all this new knowledge and new experiences and life experiences. Go to a networking event. Meet some really cool people. Meet some cool people that are in alignment with who you want to be. Go to an event uh, in Toronto, in a big city, wherever you're from. I'm from I'm from Toronto, so it makes sense. Uh, go, in, go into an event in Toronto where people are already doing what you're doing. Join a running club. Join a club where they do yoga. Join a club where they hang out and they talk about business and life and goals and all this and that. Put yourself into the frequency of the people that you wish to be, that you aspire to be. And over time, some events are free. Some events are free. You can just do that. It's super easy. They're so friendly. Go do that. Um, but then on the other case, like if you want to learn something, educate yourself. Books. Books are like 20 bucks. 20 bucks and they bring a wealth of knowledge to uh, give you new, give you new mindset, a new belief system, and new perspectives on life that allow you to get closer to where you want to be. Books are twenty bucks. Bring that into your life. Affordable, it's cheap, and they really pack amazing, an amazing, amazing punch. Find avenues and environments where you can immerse yourself into it, into become the best version of you. And when you get into those environments, you're going to have different conversations. You're going to meet different people. You're going to have different learnings. And slowly, over time, it's going to push you into that person that you wanted to be because you are now a living embodiment of the person you want to be because you're now in those different environments that are actually in alignment with who you want to be. So like we went over today, there is so many different avenues to changing your mind that helps change your life. And I want to just quickly recap it. Number one was that topic of neuroplasticity that we went over. That is how when you change your internal dialogue, you're going to change the neural network in your brain to something more positive, more confident, more abundant, more driven, more consistent. So change that internal internal dialogue and those thought patterns, not only in the morning and at night, but during the day can really move the needle on changing your mind to help change the actions that you're going to do on a daily basis. Then we dove into consistency. Stop doing things you don't like. Change your mind and perspective that you need to do certain things to get to where you want to be. Do things that you like, do things that you enjoy, and that bring you life and vitality, and that's going to help you stay consistent and driven to changing your life. Then we went into cultivating discipline. Yes, give yourself the rest that you need. Give yourself the space that you need to step back into your own energy, your own power. Do it only for a day. Give yourself only a day and then get back to it. When you develop that unshakable discipline, it stems from your true why that we went over understand the deeper meaning, the root meaning as to why you want something and hold that so, so close to you because that's what's going to keep you consistent and disciplined. And then lastly, we just wrapped up with environment. Environment is everything. Step into environments that the person you want to be would be in. When you do that and you're acting as if you are that person within those environments, it's only a matter of time before you actually become that person and shape that new reality for you. Now, if you're wondering what the heck are my next steps, how am I going to be able to put this into practice, this is what I wanted you to stick around for at the beginning. We just launched our Revive Academy. This is your all-in-one lifestyle transformation video academy. 
I've called so many different uh, wellness mentors and creators throughout the industry, from mindset coaches, behavior coaches, psychotherapists, gut specialists. We have it all within the Revive Academy, and we've laid out step-by-step video programs that take you through any wellness journey. You want to develop an unshakable mindset? Great, we got something for that. You want to develop or you want to remove your anxiety, alleviate some of those negative thought patterns? Great, we got a program for that. There is so much within the academy that you have unlimited access to. Now, I want you to join because we just launched. And the other thing is with this academy, we get the Revive Insider community. And this is where people really light up. The Revive Insider Academy is like social media, but for Revive. You can post pictures, you can make posts, of course, but you can connect with like-minded people around the world. You can share your wins, get extra accountability, get extra support. What we've actually just launched right now within the Revive Academy is um, the Revive Vault. So this is exclusive content that us creators, we talk about and we go into deeper dives uh, every single month where we give you extra content, extra learnings, extra action steps, aside from the programs that you already have unlimited access to. Click that link in the show notes. I want you to join today. You can join for as little as $19 a month, $19 a month. Sessions with specialists sometimes cost $150, $200 an hour. Meanwhile, you're getting their bread and butter, their meat and potatoes, everything that they know, their expertise, all jam-packed in these programs for as little as $19 a month. Take advantage of this. Do not miss out because if you want to get into alignment with the new you, the healthier version of you, the fitter, stronger, more capable version of you, the Revive Academy is your solution to help you doing that. And I stand by all my creators. I have programs in there as well. The stuff that we've brought forth to help you get to where you want to be is remarkable. Click that link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this too. And I want to see you inside that academy. If I don't, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be so sad. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, definitely you're going to find a lot of value. Click that link in the show notes. Uh, But folks, thank you for tuning in today. I'm I am so, so confident that the information we went over today is going to help you change your mind so that you can change your life. Put these practices into, or put these learnings into practice this week. See how your week goes and see if you're able to stay a little more disciplined and consistent and motivated. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Can't wait to see you again here on the Revive Effect podcast coming soon.